welcome to Make Gippsland Great Again, the show where we talk about how great our region is, region of Gippsland, and how we can continue to make it even greater. You're with your host, Community Connectors from the Sale Business Tourism Association, Corey and Joanne. Joe, how are you? I'm great, Corey. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. That was a real mouthful. I want to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That was a real mouthful there to get no all that commas, out. no commas, no semicolons. I didn't even take a breath. You just, I was like, you're going blue I ball. went for it. <laughs> I really went for it. They're probably, I don't know. If it sounded a bit mumbled, it felt a little bit mumbled. Nah, mate, you're hyped anyway. Just getting it out there. You, getting it right you're having a great there. life at the moment. Oh, having a wonderful Had life. Had family down, yes. and Corey celebrated a birthday recently. Yep, just turned the big four zero. Yeah, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. I, people, a couple of people say, "Oh, how do you feel?" How do you no, feel? no, no. Forty's great. Yeah, but I feel good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like. I was saying to someone, I was like, I feel like I'm finally starting to grow up a little bit, which is crazy. Mate. Uh, and I've still got a long way. Look, let's be honest. I've still got a long way to go. But, Don't put a um, limit on it. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I was like, I feel like I'm still young enough and, and I'm not, not like painfully struck down by injury or anything like that. I feel like I'm getting some more sleep also. So that's... Sorry, what? Yeah, like, my, like our youngest, he slept through just about every night this week, like... And I'm when I say slept through, like he went to bed at six, and he's not waking up till seven. Okay, this is luxury. Like, oh, so lux. <laughs> the kids only like not even one yet, you know. So, um, massive, massive, just huge as far as rest goes. And I think mm-hmm. if you're getting some sleep, you feel a lot better and energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? I might be able to start working out a bit more again. Stop and it. I'm really. I'd be keen as to go back to playing contact sport, but. With the kids and that, just not enough time. Yeah. Not enough time. You but, know. Yeah, look, no, I think 40 is great because we got wisdom on our side now. Mm. Got a bit of life experience. An eh? old head. Yeah. And my body, it, what I'm saying. Oh, but we like, still got energy. Yeah, you still got energy and my body isn't broken yet. Yeah, we're just playing smarter. Yeah. Instead of harder. No, my body's not going to break. Mm. If, I, if you keep, I'm a big fan. I reckon if you keep stretching, I'm a big thing. I'm with that. Because. Keep I, it limber. I was like, oh, I remember. Early 30s going, oh, gosh, I'm getting really mm. tight, really tight. And then I started, when I started learning how to stretch properly <laughs> and, I was, and putting your body in weird positions. <laughs> I, like, I hear people go, oh, yoga's so good for you. And I probably wouldn't go yo- the yoga road myself, is but it, I it get the... it now. Yeah. I think that, oh, if I stretch well yeah. and I learn how to look after my You're body just got to get your stretchy bit, pants on and yep. own it. Got your stretchy pants. Your stretchy pants. Uh, I don't know if that's net. Actually, I, don't think they're I like for to stretchy. share. You did like I don't know. So Corey's celebration of his fortieth was eighties theme, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Uh, Good year, vintage year. Vintage year. Vintage so year. Corey basically wore a lycra suit for his. Oh. Care to share? No, sure. No, I'm <laughs> no, just... No, please proceed. Uh, no, like, it was a very... I don't want to interrupt. No, it was a very becoming suit. Oh, and, thanks. you know, you did deliver wearing Lycra well. Somebody somebody described it as it, it looked like I was a stress ball. <laughs> I just, just wanted to squeeze my gut. Because <laughs> it looked like a stress ball. That's how squidgy I looked. <laughs> oh, no. But it was it was what a what was your character? It was such a fun night um, out at the Bundy Hall. Yeah, like, what was your character though? Who did you dress? Oh, up so I was Hulk you, Hogan. Yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan, Hulk not Hogan. a stressful. No, it wasn't a stressful. <laughs> but um, K 
Henrik, highly, high, there are some great community halls in the area. There are, yeah. Some really good facilities around. Yeah. But Bundy Hall, oh my gosh, phenomenal. They've got a great sound set up. The hall's amazing. You get the fire barrels going outside. We did a spit ourselves. And mm, it was good food. It was so, it was so much fun. Mm, yeah. So much fun. Yeah. A lot of dancing. Can I can I confess something about my outfit? Please, go for it. Because <laughs> I can't believe I'm confessing this with a broader audience. So <laughs> I loved my outfit. Like I It was had, great. Thank you very much. So I went full, like, rock 80s, and I was wearing <laughs> stiletto heels, right? I did not realise until I sat down for the speeches I took one of my shoes off because my feet were killing me, right? That's and I looked fair. down and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been wearing them on the wrong feet the whole night. What? For real. Oh. I had not noticed. Heels are hard enough and I would know. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue. I was like, you moron. Oh, like that's how, that's... that's how I often I dress up. That's really stretching the So, calves, But then yeah. I was like, that's embarrassing. But then I'm like, no, Joe, you've got a fresh lease of life. Swap them over. I was like ready to go again. Oh, wow. Because before that, I'm like, I'm taking them off. Are you dancing those? I don't know. You just keep I moving. Would, oh, it's I all reckon about I on the balls of your feet. Balls of your feet. Balls of your feet. Yeah. I'll just roll my ankles regularly. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, oh, hard. Hard, hard. Because oh. I do, I jump a lot when I You dance. do. You're very bouncy. I do. Yeah, you are. Very, <laughs> Some you would do. say jiggly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to body shame you, but you are very bouncy. There's you, energy. You'd have to go a long way before you start shaming me. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. We're not going to reach that point, though. No. So what are we talking about today, Jane? Well, we've had some really awesome guests on our podcast. We have. Um, and we've got some more coming up, obviously. But I thought today um, what we're all about with Make Gippsland Great Again, obviously we have a commitment and a love for our area. Um, you know, part of the reason why we do this is we we do. We want to promote our area. We want to um, invest in the future. Um, we want to recognise what a great future we have. But part of why we started to do this was we also see some of the cracks in our community and we want, want to really work towards, with other people, um, mending those broken areas. Yeah. Um, and obviously we both work in schools. We've had a lot of involvement over the years within the sale community. Um, but what I've noticed is that sometimes, you know, when we're doing all this work, we can see this almost a progression of breakdown within certain areas of the community. So I thought today let's have a chat about what some of those areas are, mm-hmm. but how do we work towards actually healing those areas or um, rectifying those areas that are beginning to fracture? Because sure. sometimes we can, you know, there's a lot going on in the news. I don't watch a lot of the news, by the way. I prefer to not put my head in the sand, but just stay in my lane and focus yep. on what I'm doing because yep. as a social worker, you're seeing a lot of heartache. Sure. So again, part <coughs> of what we both do within working with schools, I'm a social worker as well is that you can start to see patterns within our community and it can come across as a bit of a hopeless situation. What are we doing? Like, I, I'm not going to lie, I've had those moments of, like, can this change? 
you know, we're seeing increased family breakdown in, over COVID, increased family violence. Yep. Um, you know, we're seeing, you know, more violence within young people. There's this breakdown. So, you know, today I just wanted to sort of flesh that out, but also go, how can we work together as a community to begin to actually restore these areas? Do you personally notice that there's specific areas that are declining in our personal community or? Yeah, I feel like what community used to be like, mm-hmm. um, even well, for us when we were growing up as kids, and then if you think about how much freer and easier things seemed even for our parents' generation, mm. like when they were growing up, and the things that they could and couldn't do, what family life was like, mm-hmm. um, and then compared to maybe what it is now and, and what's going on in society now as a whole. Right. I think because we can talk about community. When you talk about community, you tend to talk about society or like not society is probably a bigger version of community, I would say. Macro, my, in my yeah. In my definition, I think a society is the, the nation of Australia kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas community is probably local sale and district and yeah. then, you know, but you could probably look at Gippsland as a regional community. Yeah, yeah. It, does, that, does that make yeah, sense? I think is that fair? Some... Just so we'd know what we're, t- what yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, no, no, I think I agree because there's a micro and macro. Yeah, yeah. So to me, community can be as micro as your family. Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, but we te- – well, I mean – You've got family. Yeah, yeah. For you, that's 4,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it 12. Could be, it could be – yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, you can have a family community, and we tend to talk about community as uh, involving, like, particularly, like, when we, we look at businesses, obviously, mm-hmm. sm- the small business district, and then sports and local council, all of that sort of thing is involved in local community, I would say. Yeah. So, fa- and I think fa- the family unit helps make up that community, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, when I look at community and and fractures that have occurred, like I feel like for kids nowadays it's not as safe mm. to be out doing things just randomly yeah. on your own. Like for me as a kid, we used to ride our bike. I was thinking about this the other day. From eight years old, I would ride my bike down the footy over, which was probably about three or four k's away from home. Right. And my brother and I, my brother would have only been six. Yeah. And that was quite safe for us to do. Yeah. I don't know that I would send an eight, my eight-year-old son for a ride by himself. Your son would probably fall off his bike. Uh, well, he's not, <laughs> well, he's not eight yet. But, <laughs> he's six. But, but I'm just like, but I'm like uh, would, I, would I be comfortable to mm. do that at this point? Mm. I think maybe when he's a little bit older than that, I'm okay with. Mm. But there's things because it's just – Society, the, the grading yeah. society where people are not watching out for each other as much. That's what I was just about to touch on. And the connections, the yeah. relationships aren't as strong. It's that like that emphasis of, you know, your children and my children. Yeah. Meaning that regardless of whether or not I have a relationship with them, this is my community. I'm going to look out for other people's kids, yep. other people's. Like I remember, I was just thinking then as you are talking, our childhoods were very different. Um, I grew up in a very dysfunctional home and part of my saving grace was actually someone introducing me to church and a relationship with God. And honestly, I, I used to, when I was in my teens and twenties go, my word, it was so real that I had this crossroad when I was introduced to a broader community because my family was very um, broken. So relationships and that were very transient. Um, Everyone, my mum had left, um, my older siblings had left home, dad relocated to work and 
hired a nanny to look after me. So I had this idea that relationships were temporary. So being introduced to a broader community literally saved my life. Yeah, yeah. And it took a while to actually accept that, you know, different types of relating and, um, you know, that people will stick around. I had to, you know, work through all of that. But my point being the broader community um, from so many facets, whether it was church and school and – you know, even the business association when I was starting working, my, you know, when I was a teenager, my first job, all of these people contributed to me working through some of these really detrimental issues and moving forward. Yeah. So for young people in particular, I don't know, like I really see that, you know, there is this breakdown of their network. We're sheltering kids a lot more from working through their problems, maybe, Um, but you know, you don't have like that tribe of matriarchs around a young girl anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I don't know about, um, it's almost like we shelter young people from problems in the first place for Mm. them to be able to work through. Right. Um, and I think, so for me, and even for, in my generation, like when Mm. we were growing up, it was a big thing for my parents. My parents were always like helping out with different things, and it was mm. a big thing for for my with my dad. I remember distinctly a few times where my dad was like, "You're going to help as well, and you're going to help serve something yes. else." Um, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, but I don't want to." Or, or these guys aren't doing, it. and he would be like, "They're not my kids. Yeah, They're not right. my responsibility." So even in my generation at that yeah. time, that wasn't a normal thing. Yeah, okay. but I really picked up that thing, that sort of heart to serve something greater, and yes. that caused. Issues or because you, because in relationships you come across, you have problems, there's frictions and factions and that's just human nature. Mm. But being able to work through those and preserve relationship was a, you know, is something that you really learn by Mm. doing that. Yes. That makes sense. No, it does. I think like that whole, and we've mentioned this in previous chats about service, but I was listening to another podcast. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Shock, Shock, horror. Shock. Um, (laughs) The other day, another speaker, and he was talking about one of the hardest questions he's ever been asked, and he said, actually, one of the hardest questions, because it makes you think, is what are you going to do with your life when you're asked that as a young person or even as an adult, what are you doing? And he said he's rephrased that now of going, oh, who are you serving? And he said the context of that changes the outcome because yep. now all of a sudden you introduce purpose. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're actually doing because, you know, we talk about, you know, go to uni and you pay for an identity basically. Yep. Here's my piece of paper to say I can do something wonderful. Whether or not I'm wonderful at it is a different story altogether. But when we go, well, who am I serving? And this is where I begin. I've changed this in my language when I'm working with young people going, why are you doing that? Like, what's the purpose behind yeah, that? Who are yeah. you serving? Because when we we're, we we are built to connect, to relate, yeah. ultimately to serve another person or another group of people. Yeah, yeah. Have Something we, greater than have ourselves. we removed that from this generation? Yeah, because it's about you know how you feel and satisfaction and immediate gratification. You talk about this when you're tutoring kids with accounting, like. Yeah. But is there more than that? And have we actually created this delusional way of thinking that self-satisfaction is fulfilling. Yeah. Well, I'd heard someone say recently, and I, I can't remember, the quote is, the person I'd heard, again, podcast, right? <laughs> heard, and they were <laughs> quoting someone else, and I can't remember who it was, but they were like, men without purpose seek mm. pleasure. Mm. Mm. So if you don't, if you're not living with a purpose, 
then all you seek is pleasure and then it's self-centered, mm-hmm. very selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think community breaks down when, when it's filled with people that are like that rather yeah. than people that are outwardly focused. Yes. So I was like, you know, before we'd started, I was like, well, so one of the questions I'd written down was how do you build community? Mm. How So for you, how would you go, how do you go about building community? It's how funny. does that happen? Well, it's even like I'm thinking about the school straight away where I work and a couple of the teachers, we've come together and go, we want to help kids learn how to surf. Mm-hmm. And this is separate ideas that have come together. I'm like, ah, oh, this is my language. I love this. And I think it is almost you leading it. Yeah. So I'm setting an example. My actions have to demonstrate something worth following. Yeah. Um, and I think I've become more relaxed about, you know, seeing, oh, you know, the breakdown, da, 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 and the issues within community because I'm like, well, if I'm demonstrating it, then surely one person's going to follow me at the end of my life. Yeah. Surely I'm going to have an impact on someone or a group of people or a family, you know, and that's, I think, where I just hold my peace, I guess, for me is going, well, if I can demonstrate that out of genuine care and love for my community, for the people around me, am I doing my bit? I believe yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that can be done and then in numerous ways of being creative. So part of what we're doing at the school is um, a service program where a group of the kids are going to organise and facilitate a morning tea for the older generation. They're, oh, awesome. they're old people. That's cool. And I'm going to invite my old people. Yeah, great. So it's about, okay, and but we really want to emphasise the care for these people, yep. not just a job, Yeah. not just a tick this off, you're getting graded on it because you're not. Because we're actually getting them to do it in their own time as well. So there's a sacrifice involved. But I would hope um, that at the end of that, the fulfilment that they would feel is what we want to focus on. That's that's cool. I'd forgotten all about this, but I was just remembering uh, back in high school, Mm -hmm. uh, I went to a a private, uh, an Adventist high school, and one of their things... Um, was once a month, and I remember it was a Wednesday afternoon, once a month, they would have uh, community, it was community Wednesday or community service or something Mm. like that. And so everyone in the school had to go and do something to serve uh, some other portion of the community. So some of us would go door knocking as like getting, um, doing... With a black tie. No, no, no. (laughs) To do like, um, to get donations for... Like, oh, I'm just trying to think of the term, non-perishable items. Oh, cool. Yeah, for yep. food, to, to contribute to a food bank. Yeah. Um, some of us would go to the local um, old people's home mm-hmm. and uh, not old people's home, the retirement village and wash cars. Yeah, There right. were ones that would then go and bake cookies for the old people's home. Yeah. Um, and then there were ones that would go do visit and welfare checks on yep. people. And then I'm literally was, taking all these ideas Yeah, there was, some, there was something else. I can't remember what the other yeah. – there was two or three other things and, and sometimes they would change mm. and there were staff that were in charge of those things. Mm. But um, it, for me, I think, again, because of the way my parents had brought me up, mm. That was a really cool, fun thing to do. Yeah, really natural. Uh, I think for a lot of people, for a lot of the other kids at the time, was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, because it was probably that started. This probably the start of that breakdown in yeah. serving something other yeah. than yourself. But I think um, even in a school community as well, in any community, has to be built on purpose. Yes. That's yes. the only way yeah. that you like the same ideals, yeah. um, the same standards, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff in mm-hmm. in order to 
Because it's got to be built on, community gets built around something. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in a school environment, like you would think, well, the whole purpose of the school is to better our kids, to have them educated, right. but to create good, po- positive contributors to society at the yeah. end of their schooling life. Yeah. yeah. And with a primary school, obviously, you're sending them off to high school, so you don't get to see the, you're probably not going to see that end product. High schools tend to at least see them at the end of the year 12 and have a, a, an idea of what that person, what that child is going to be like in their adult life. Um, But if you have people in there, in in your staff that are like purely there Mm. for a paycheck and don't Mm. see that purpose, that can be detrimental to the purpose of the community being outworked, if that makes sense. Yes. But schools are funny because they're also paid places of employment too. So, you know, but then I guess your small businesses need to have purpose behind what they do rather Absolutely. than just buying and selling. Yeah. Um, and obviously our small businesses around here like contribute massively into that Huge. community. Huge. It, it actually amounts. shocks me like some of the small, tiny, tiny businesses. Yeah. Uh, we've spoken to a couple of the owners. They, to me, maybe I'm wrong, they give almost more, if you would break it down in a monetary comparison, than the bigger businesses. Yeah. There's and huge, I think that's really as interesting. Wise, you mean, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massive, and well, I think small business owners owners understand the importance of community, yes, and understand that if they're not connected in community, like it's really detrimental to yeah. to business in general, yeah. Um, but also that the fact that I think that at heart, small business owners are very community minded and and focused, yeah, and so. If your focus is there and your focus is on serving community, then that's yes. where you you know that's where you're destined to serve or to put. You I know, think some so, of your and I think like I assets. remember um, in my teen years, um, our group of friends were uh, we volunteered a lot of time to the business association. So it was a lot of washing windows, washing the banners that get hung up in the main drag of sale. And we didn't have phones back then for text messaging and Instagram and all that. So it was just like, well, if you want to hang out with your friends, 10 o'clock Saturday morning, you're going to be here. Yeah, right. Firstly, the depth of relationships within our friendship group yeah. grew. Like we, this is where we spent a lot of time. We had fun. And it was exactly what you said about the purpose of, oh, you know, they need this job done. We can do it. Yeah. I can wash something. I can't do much else. But, and it was this sense of real achievement of going, oh, we did that. We, yeah. we washed those windows. We, you know, we had a car wash and raised money for whatever. And we contributed back. So, I think for me that was a real standout thing because I think innately I I love giving I love caring for people but to be able to have access to do that yeah that was cool yeah that was cool Massive. and for me personally it really um, probably refined my own identity as yeah. well um, but it was fun and I think you know what you just said like some kids look at it and go oh it's just work uh, but. I don't know, and I challenge this in young people going, but have you done it? Yeah. Because the, the, the creativity and the fun and the energy that comes from it spurs yeah. you on to invest. Freedom. More. There's so much freedom in it. And, That's right. And I think um, even the, like around sport, I think, mm. don't think people realise how much work goes in behind the scenes. Yes. Um, like I'm just in, involved in a local footy club and uh, we just run, help run the Auskick. Um, mm. And I loved love doing that, but I've just because then you get added into some message groups, and I'm seeing what some of these guys, the effort that some of these people mm. are putting in mm. behind the scenes. I'm like, 
Far out. Yeah. That's, it's the same a, that's the teachers... a lot. And I can't I can't always put in no. uh, on some of those days because I've got other commitments. I'm actually already doing something else, yeah. uh, volunteering somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, wow. So what are the other parents, what are some of those kids doing to help mm. with that? Mm. So when, when I was growing up, we that was what we had yeah. to help out. We would help out with the barbecue. Mm. We'd help put all the posts out and the flags and stuff. Mm. I mean, I'm talking junior rugby league rather mm. than junior Aussie rules, but same sort of thing. I like was at the pony club. Nip, nippers, Ma- making, surf life saving. Yeah, I was cooking we, the barbecue with helped, my dad. Yep, yeah, we helped. We cleaned. We swept out the rooms. We would wash all the surf, mm. the surf life saving boards. Mm. Um, there was heaps of little mm. jobs that had to be done, and we would all help in doing that mm. because. No one's getting paid to do those things. No. And it yeah. doesn't exist without the It's help. a crazy mentality because sometimes and I think I was thinking this the other day because we have moved into a culture where there's a lot of funding. Yep. And like yep. bear with me with this, okay? No, no. So I I and which is great. We can access a lot of funding to to create beautiful events within our community. And I'm very thankful for that. However, has that ability to access it? funding detracted from the community being able to fund it themselves and invest the time and the energy and the pride that it comes to building those events, those occasions for the community. Because you go, well, if you get funding, then you actually can pay outside people to produce something. But when it's left to the community to uh, maintain and build their own groups... You're seeing an investment yeah. generationally. See, that's that's a hard one, and I, I don't I, disa- just, I don't disagree. I'm just putting it out but there. you're like talking at a policy level, then like adjusting policy around um, because no, all I'm saying is when so say for young people, right? So we you had to do the nippers. I was at the pony club. We're doing the business association stuff, right? Because nobody else could. Yep. So you, you go okay. I'll I'll fill the need. You see the need, you fill it. Yep. So. You know, and whether or not we discuss this further is, you know, another another discussion. But is that ability to access all these outside supports yep. actually detracting from the community organism yeah, functioning yeah. the way it can? And I, and, and I don't think – and I, I – no, no, I, I totally get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about whether if you were to peel that back, it goes to a policy level of yes. government. Yes. Um, and I, But I don't think – like I don't think when those things came in or when they started to when they started to occur, grants and whatnot. Agree. And particularly yep. most grants, let's face it, most grants come from some level of government, whether mm. it be local, state or federal. Yep, correct. Um, but then you do have obviously um, large corporations and, and beneficiaries yes. that give out grants as yes. well, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but when those things sort of came out, they were, I think that's from a good place. Like they're like, oh, we want to support these yeah. kind of community initiatives yeah. and really promote them and, and people need to get paid for their time yeah. sort of thing to enable that to continue to mm. grow. But mm. you're right, like then you have... It's um, a fine line. It is a fine it's line. a fine line. But yeah. I think also because uh, maybe people have started working more too. Yeah, that's true. Like, good point. Um, and you've got both... Both Mom, parents. Both parents, yeah. yep, now working uh, a job each. <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day that said... It uh, said uh, where are you going? It said, two, <laughs> two incomes are better than one, so make sure you marry a spouse with two jobs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm digressing. But, uh, <laughs> but um, well, actually, so this is funny. This will probably tie, this will tie in a little bit. Um so you, there's a, I th- really feel like in 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 
society currently, we have this... We go macro. Keeping yep. up with the Joneses syndrome. Yeah. I have to have what everybody else has. The pretty shiny I've got things. to have all of the toys and, uh, um, you know, and my I don't want my kids to miss out. Mm-hmm. You know, so-and-so's kids have got this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. My kids need to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need... but And we need to have the mass, the big house and... Which it, and I'm not against any of that, please. I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm no no judgment. Yeah. But I think at a societal level, when that when those things become focus, mm. then we need to work harder to earn more money. Yeah. And so then communities then can happens to start to drop off. That's a good point. Because we're so focused on earning, and and now with the financial restrictions and tightening around mm. RBA raising interest rates and that sort of mm. thing, um, you, you know, we're heading for the. The headlines saying we're all heading for a recession. Mm. There's going to be some and monetary policy with that with the tightening. You're going to have uh, people go. Oh, not only I can't necessarily buy all those things, but now I need to hold on to what I have, mm. and I need to work harder to maintain that. Mm. Um, how do we? How does? <laughs> this is really funny because then community can help alleviate some of that stuff. Yes. Think about things yes. like the seed garden, yes. community growing gardens or community farming together, that sort of thing that probably used to happen a whole heap back in the day, mm. doesn't occur so much now. Mm. Um, but because everybody is focused completely differently, mm. that community isn't that, as strong. Yeah, and that comes back to one of your first points of like when you're letting your kids out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's looking out for yep. them. Oh. I'll just tie this on if we've got time. No, yeah, sure. Um, another podcast I was listening <laughs> to. <laughs> um, it was really interesting and a little bit confronting because this guy is a financial speaker. So he goes and that's what he gets paid to do is give financial advice. And he, he's he got quite a good profile now. And he said when he was starting up his, his business and his profile, he was, he's American, he was in the basement working out and he's friend called him to say, hey, I've just secured two more gigs for you. Like these are big ones. And he was like, yes, and celebrating. And his wife heard him and came down. And she's like, what's going on? And he's like this, I've just got this break in, you know, Massachusetts and this other place. Great. And she, he said, she was very solemn about it. And she's like, I want you to know that everything you've already established meets my needs and your children's needs. This is now about you. Yeah, right. So, Anything else that you're gaining is now starting to change trajectory yeah. and it is about you. So I want you to think where you're going with this. Is yeah. it about your ego? Is it about, you know, your um, your status, the Joneses? And he said it was the most humbling reality check because he could see quite easily, yes, we can go down this way and it's actually going, well, hang on, I'm actually losing focus. My family is number one for him. Yeah, yeah. So is this pursuit of beautiful things and um, status and profile, is that going to de- detract from what's really important? And we see that time and time again where yeah. people go, you know, and again, I'm like you, you know, yes, we want pretty things, we want beautiful lifestyles and there's nothing wrong with that. However, what becomes our focus can actually start to, our main point, create decline. Yeah. And it's... How do we fix it? Yeah. and Well, I think... (laughs) And I think it comes back to that... That thing around purpose, yes. like what? What do you? So we look at community. Like, what is this community being built around? Mm. Do we have a common common goal, common purpose? Mm. But then, what do you build your life on? Yes. 
Uh, what do you? What do you? So for my wife and I, I know there can be times where, look, let's face it, every every marriage, every relationship has their ups and downs, right? And you can have disagreements and arguments and whatever, and you, and you hope you never stay in that realm of conflict, right? Right. Um, but you have conflict tends to be around uh, what, for us, tends to be around what we're doing with our time and mm-hmm. where our time and effort goes. Mm-hmm. And if she feels like I'm out too much or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's usually what it can happen around. But then if we're able to come back to, well, what are we, why are we here and what is our purpose and wow. what do we want to build for our yeah. family, then that seems to alleviate so if I what I'm doing is not serving that purpose, then I don't need there to be go. there. There you go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But then if it is, then I probably do. Yeah. And so we're able to go. Oh, hang on, hang on about this is why we mm. do what we do, mm. and this is how we live mm. our life, and this is why we save our money. This is where we spend our mm. money, and all, is it like, serving all of that, that purpose is it coming of, back to that? Yeah. All of that ties in together, yeah. and when you're on that same page that way, mm-hmm. it makes your whole the for us our marriage is so much better and so mm. much more stable. Mm. Because we have the same ideals and the same goals. And if you haven't built that way um, before you sort of get in those relationships and that can be really hard because Mm -hmm. then you've got to come back and somebody's going to have to compromise, you're going to have to find a way to find that Mm. that joint purpose. So has that overflowed into the broader community? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so that's where the all relationships will be like that. Right. What I think that we should... I think that we need an electronic scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I don't think that we mm-hmm. need to spend that money. Mm-hmm. If if mm-hmm. that was a conversation that was going on, I'm sure yeah. it happens in places, yeah. right? Yeah, where do we spend funding? Yeah. Who do yeah, we support yeah. more? Where, where's the money going? Yeah, yeah. What, but, oh, well, what's our purpose? What's the purpose of community? What's our purpose? Yeah. And so then, look, there'd be conversations around advertising and whether that can occur and rah, 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 and that brings in more finance and we're able to do this, that and the other. Mm. Um I d- like, sorry, I was just thinking that was just, wow. <laughs> just something random off the top of my head. Yeah, it was. I just thought, <laughs> uh, but I was like, but because uh, I, I, I often think about sporting clubs as community yes, hubs, yes. you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when relationships and communities, when they're built on purpose and you know what your purpose is and mm. you have a common goal, then everything flows heaps easier. Mm. Yeah. Heaps, heaps easier. Yeah. And then that generation is able to show the next generation how to serve yeah. and hopefully is able to incorporate them into that serving yes. to show them this is what we do because yeah. it's not all about you. Yeah. Yes, I want you to play footy. Yes, I want you to, to have fun and absolutely have a ball and mm-hmm. live your life as mm-hmm. a kid. And you want that for your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing a bit of work for them is okay. Mm. You know, serving something greater themselves is going to be re- actually really good for them yeah. and healthy to create well-rounded people, people Absolutely. that are going to be control- co- positive contributors to society overall, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think, you know, as a whole, you know, over this discussion, you can probably boil it down to one or two things is that, you know, if a community loses its purpose, you're going to lose community. Yep. You know, and just those micro pockets. Yep. Family. Yep. Fundamental. Like, I mean, you wouldn't say, oh, the community of Gippsland has a purpose because that's a really broad... No, yeah. Like, that is a really broad regional yeah. community. But yeah. if you're going, like, town by town, city by city, yep. you know... Yep. But even... Yeah... There'd be micro pockets organi- within yeah, that. Yeah, there's organisations or, yeah. or fu- functions within, uh, yeah, little communities yeah. that have functions within the broader community. Yeah, it's so crazy how you go, like, from Mafra to Stratford to Bansdale, Sale, Yarram, 
you can almost feel the change in the culture yeah. within these communities. Oh, yeah, massive. And I'm not going to bag any little town out on air, tell- but you can go in and go, oh, this is a really strong farming community, yeah. for example, or, hey, these guys have really struggled in X, Y, and Z because for different demographic reasons. Um, you can sort of feel that because, they, you know, and all they'll be really strong with the agricultural shows and stuff like that because they want to promote the area. They want to increase yep. that awareness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know. And, people are on t- and there's people within those communities that are really on top of how to do that and yeah. how to promote it and to get other people on board yes. to see that vision together yes, yes. and really serve it yeah. out. Um, I think I've seen um, things on like Rosedale community pages. Where, yeah. Like they're really uh, – there's a, a mob there that are really – uh, pushing for a, a pump track. Yeah. And I love that they're, they're organising trivia nights, fundraising barbecues, like mm. all this sort of stuff to, in order to serve the com- local community. And there's yeah. quite a quite a few out there. Mafra's a big, and I'm talking, look, I'm talking little towns around us because, I, because I'm aware yeah. of them. I'm not necessarily involved, but you can see what happens through social exactly. media and from yeah. talking to people. Mafra's got a really tight-knit community out there and their sporting organisations are massive. Yes. Huge. Yes. And they're disproportionately produce amazing athletes in yes. that small town yeah. uh, because that's a real focus for them yeah. and that's a real hub and a and a point of a point of relationship yes. I would guess where yeah. they really come together. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. Mm. So mm. cool. And mm. there'd be towns and right through the region that would mm. be like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's fan I just think it's so good. Mm. So so good. Yeah. Um the other thing that you would that I think it'd be is really good when you have community or when you grow community well is that cross generational mm. um, relationship mm. building. Yeah, because our young people need our old people and vice versa. Massively. Oh gosh, yeah. But I, that's probably been. I feel like over time, that's probably that those yeah. relationships are nowhere near as strong as what they yeah. used to be. Yeah. Um, but then, how do you rebuild that? Yeah, it, it's a challenge because if you can recognise there is a decline, and I think. I think most people would recognise that there's a fracturing happening with this next younger generation. How do we restore that? I, I fundamentally believe it, it comes back to coming back to the grassroots. Yeah. You don't rebuild something completely different. No, no, no. You look at the foundation and you start to remove things that may have compromised that foundation. Yep. And I think it is about moving forward. Yeah. You go, well, this is happening. This has happened in the past. However, where do we want to go in the future? Create the vision, create the purpose. And you would hope, and it might take an, another another generation to actually pick that up. Yeah. And yep. that's okay. Yeah. But, it, but it, yeah, if you at least start working towards it now. That's right. Like I think it's really, I'm like, oh, do I connect my kids enough with, um, an, with a, you know, a bunch of people in that older generation. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I do and I'm like, well, I probably need – that's probably something I need yeah. to adjust. And, and I think like even like, you know, we're 40 now. I, don't, I do not think – I hate it when people go, oh, you're middle-aged. I'm like, I am not. <laughs> do not say that to me. Uh, um, I don't believe that because I think I, – I don't know. There's such a stigma about middle age and I'm like, well, I ain't cutting my hair short and dying at purple. <laughs> don't you worry. Um but my point, <laughs> I, I think I feel such more of a conviction to put my time into young people yep. even more so. And I've worked with young people since I was a young person. Like yep. I started out when I was 16 volunteering for the Kids Helpline. Um, so I think innately that's in me. But now I'm just like, oh, 
humbly, I've, I, I have a, a role to play in their success. Yeah. And to the best of my ability, I want to invest. To, ultimately, that's my best investment mm. is that next generation, whether it's time with them, whether it's um, growing them, whether it's challenging them. I, you know, I, the, my character is uh, I put challenge out there yeah. and I create uh, an expectation um, for young people because I want to see them succeed. Yeah. So for me, I guess as we get older, there's for me more of an emphasis of really well, where is my time exactly like what mm. you said. Is it been invested into the future? What does that future look like? For me, it's young people. Yeah. No, that's good. I think I'd love to throw out to our listeners and people out there, for you, uh, in your life, you know, what are, what are you seeing as your purpose in mm. your in your for yourself, whether it's in your marriage or, or in your family, but then also in the in the communities that you're involved in, how do you build those? Mm. Uh, and what are you doing to serve in those communities? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you're listening in on the podcast, uh, just, uh, yeah, you can comment, I believe, on, on Spotify. You can leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Um, I, and on our socials as well. Mm-hmm. Love to hear from you on our social media stuff. Um, and then as far as Life FM goes... How will people send a message to Life FM? They can call Dave. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Life FM Facebook page. We'd there love is. to hear. There I would love to hear from our listeners. Yeah. What do you What do you guys Get think? Get on the gram. Yeah. How Get do you build community? Yeah. I might put it out there as a, yeah. as a bit of a poll. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for it. Great to hear from you, Joe. Great to hear from you. Great to be here. Thanks yeah. for listening, people, and we'll catch up with you next time. See you later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Make Gippsland Great Again. You can find more great podcast content on all your good podcast providers such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Podbean. You'll also find us on TikTok at Sale Community Connect and... And Instagram. See you around, Gippsland.